Hey friends, welcome to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. A podcast that's not about growing marijuana or gardening, but is about living in radical faith and full submission to God. I'm sure glad you're here. The Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast is hosted by me, Connie Lawson, and airs Mondays and Fridays on your favorite podcasting platform. Be sure to check me out on social media, both Instagram and Facebook at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. You can also go to our website at blog.weedseedsandbeautifulthings.com to leave your prayer requests or a comment and to read our blog whenever I write one, which is not very frequently because speaking is my jam, not writing. Anyway, I'm so glad you're here. Let's get this show started. Hey friends, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Connie, and I am so glad you're here. I wanted to wish you all a happy Mother's Day. When this show airs, Mother's Day will be passed, but I just wanted to let you know that I am thankful for everyone that has played the role of a mother in whatever form that's been. So today I wanted to give you guys a few updates. I am going to go on vacation here in May, and when I get back, I am going to be starting season three of the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. And we're going to be moving into uh, several different changes, one of which I'm going to be shortening the episodes. I know, I know what you're thinking. Sure, sure you are. I really, (laughs) really am. I've got a timer here on my computer and I'm going to be trying to keep my message within a 15 minute time span be gracious to me as I (laughs) try to do that and embark on that because it is a little bit trickier for me (laughs) to just shut up so we'll have to see how that goes but that's one of the things I'm anticipating doing to draw in more listeners is to kind of bring the episodes down in length so that maybe you actually can finish one on a drive home from the store the next thing we're going to be doing is we're going to be moving into, in season three, talking about persevering and taking heart. So I'm going to have a lot of different episodes around that general idea. I do hope that you will tell your family and friends about the show and that you will join me back here in the last week of May, second to last week of May, that is, for the beginning of season three. Three. I'm going to be putting out uh, new episodes for this coming Monday and Friday, and then I'm going to do a replay episode of one of our um, kind of more popular episodes next Monday because I will be traveling home from vacation. So anyway, thank you for your continued support. I think it's going to be a really good journey, and as we go on this journey, this podcasting journey, as I'm doing it and learning about it, Uh, and being led by the Lord, you know, you learn things. So I'm going to try to implement these different changes, and let's get started. Today I want to talk with you a little bit about a verse, 1 Corinthians 13, 7. This verse says, Love bears up under anything and everything that comes. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes. It is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes are fadeless under all circumstances, and it endures everything without weakening. This verse is important to me, and it's important to me, again, 
I, I draw from past experiences. And one of the things that I see regularly in uh, the church and in really in the church is where I'm talking about. The church is important to me because the church is an extension of Jesus Christ. We are the, as scripture says, the hands and feet of Jesus. We are the seen um, and we have this call in our lives if we're believers to not only evangelize to other people about the gospel and salvation in Jesus Christ alone, but we're also to love, to support, to bear up under anything and everything that comes. We are called to believe the best of every person and that our hope is to remain faithless under all circumstances. And so when you're dealing with broken people, which believers that are saved by the grace of God are still broken people, you still have the potential for there to be uh, hurt within the church, for there to be kind of a disconnect between how we are called to love one another and how we actually are ending up loving one another. And I have such a heart for people with um, disabilities. And I say that again in quotations because I think that a disability can really take any form of a struggle that you have that you're not um, just able to immediately change. And so, you know, yes, there are different types of disabilities that are actual mentally and physical uh, disabilities, but there's also just a disability of being a judgmental person or being somebody that struggles with jealousy or different forms of addiction or pride. So inside of the church, I feel that there's a lack of loving people all the time and looking for the best within people. That's kind of my focus for this episode today. When we see someone who has struggled or we see someone and we meet them and their personality doesn't mesh well with ours, our initial response is to kind of build this narrative within our own minds about why um, this person, you know, just isn't a good person or isn't someone we should waste our time on or isn't someone that we should hang out with or isn't someone that we should trust. And this verse in 1 Corinthians 13, 7 tells us exactly how the church is supposed to love. And it says it bears up under anything and everything that comes. So this is talking about any type of person, the difficult people, the pleasant people, the fun people, the easy people, uh, the mentally challenged people, all of them. We are to bear up under anything and everything. Bearing up under, to me, is showing a sign of support. We are called to support other people. We are called to be ever ready to believe the best. When you think about um, your brokenness in your life, I'm sure if you were to stop and think about it, you can see areas where you have changed and healed and areas where you've gotten stronger at something. And then you see areas where kind of, I, I picture us as a piece of Swiss cheese. There are areas of wholeness where the cheese is together. And then there's holes where the cheese has actual physical pieces missing. And that is like a person. We are like Swiss cheese. 
we have pieces that fit together and pieces that are strong that kind of hold the piece of cheese together, but then we have a lot of holes. And so we're really very fragile and very weak. And so this is important to understand because when we're called to love by Jesus, when we're called to love other people, there's a purpose there. It's because when we love as Christ loved us, although it isn't perfect love, it's a love that provides that continued strength and healing power of Jesus to be made manifest through people. And so the person that's broken, the person that feels inadequate, the person that's struggling, sees that people are bearing up under them. They're supporting them. They're not turning away. And so the hope that we have in Christ then becomes more real. And that enables people to grow at exponential rates. It enables the people that are loving the person that's It is not easy to turn the other cheek, but Jesus Christ makes it plain that when we love as we are called to love through him and by him, he strengthens us. He doesn't just strengthen the person that needs the love. He strengthens the lovers of that person. And so there's this twofold benefit and blessing that's taking place. It is not our job or our duty to look at the work um, in another person's life and to determine if it's truly a miracle of the Lord or not. Our call in our life is to bear up under anything and everything that comes. Our call in our life is to be ever ready to believe the best. It doesn't say to look skeptically and under put this person under a microscope to see if they're going to fail. It says to bear up under and be ever ready to believe the best. Believing means you're not concerned if it's true or not because that's not your business. You are concerned with being right with God and being right with God means that you are loving other people in the proper way in which the Bible tells us that we are called to love other people. We are called to have fadeless hope, meaning it doesn't tire, it doesn't get old. If the person that we have been praying for begins to fall and goes back into sin, we don't become fadeless in our hope. It doesn't mean that we act foolish. It doesn't mean that we start committing sins, but it means that we trust in Jesus and we continue to be there and bear up under that person that has strayed away, interceding for them and not losing hope, believing not in them that they will do the right thing, but that Jesus and his power and his love will continue to pursue them. So loving another person has very little to do with what you think about that person. And it has everything to do. It has everything to do with what you believe and know to be true about Jesus. If you have a real relationship with Jesus Christ, you are going to be looking for ways to grow. And one of the ways to grow is to love other people well. And that is very hard. Love is not a feeling. It's not a um, proper remark that you can put on the right face and you can get enough um, works in where people think you're a good person. Loving other people is bearing up under everything that comes to them 
You are supporting them. You are carrying that weight. You're not living in judgment. You're not living in condemnation of broken people. And you're not living in prove yourself to me. You're taking your place as a supporter, lifting up the broken believer or the broken non-Christian. Our purpose in our life is to be the hands and feet of Jesus. It has nothing to do with us determining if that person is our type of person, if they are worthy of us liking, if they're worthy of us including them. That has nothing to do with it. So I want to encourage you today to keep this in mind that it is so important. It is important that you are loved well by other people, but it is equally and maybe even more important that you love other people well. Because if we all wait for the day when we're loved by other people the way that we're called to be loved, there's a good chance that we're going to miss a lot of people along the road that God really would have worked through us to minister to them. And we have kind of in our own stubbornness, in our own rebellion, or in our own short-sightedness just decided, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. This isn't always an intentional thing. We don't always um, do a poor job at loving other people on purpose. But the only way we're going to know is if we stop and we examine our hearts. We look at the way that we view other people that are difficult for us, that we don't tend to like. And then we go back to scripture and we look at our actions and our heart and our motives and we line it up with what the Bible says. And we ask ourselves these questions. Am I bearing up under anything and everything that comes to the people that God has placed in my circle, in my church, in my home, in my influence? Am I ever ready to believe the best about every person? Is my hope fadeless under all circumstances? And do I endure everything without weakening? The Bible takes into account that people are going to let us down. People are going to be very hurtful. People are going to fail us. We talk about that aspect all the time, but what we really don't spend a lot of time talking about is how do we endure? How do we bear up under that person that's mean? What does that look like? to love the person that rejected us? What does that look like to forgive our abuser? What does that look like to endure everything without weakening? And again, I want to caution you that this isn't some be foolish, let people walk all over you. Everybody has the best intentions. That's not what this passage is saying. This passage is saying that in True love, when we love as we are called to love, as Jesus loves us, there is wisdom in that type of love. There is strength in that type of love. There is dignity in that type of love. And there is the ability to heal and to provide healing for other people. I don't know about you, but I've experienced both types of people where they have spoken words to me that in a moment of deep, dark depression have been a true pathway for me to feel and experience the presence of the Lord and to give me strength to hold on. And I have experienced words from people when I am in a deep, dark depression that have made my heart break 
even more than I thought was possible. When we love, there is power in love. The Bible says that perfect love casts out all fear. And I know that we are not Jesus. We will never be Jesus. We will never hold his power. But the spirit of that, of God is in us if we are saved. And his perfect love can be made manifest through us, through our words, through our acts of service, through our heart. And so we need to see the importance and the power and the privilege that we have with the ability to love other people in the way that Christ loved us. It's a worthy pursuit. And one last thing, because I'm 49 seconds over my 15-minute deadline. One last thing. When we love other people as Christ loved us, It's not just us giving other people this benefit. When we do that, we begin to see how Jesus himself loves us. And so even if we are the only one in that current season of our life that's giving love to other people, when we are doing what the Bible says to do, when we're walking in obedience and we're bearing up under anything and everything that comes, difficult people and painful things, the Lord is strengthening us. He is giving us a supernatural ability to see his love and his provision and his call over our lives. So friend, it is such a worthy and precious thing to learn to love like Jesus loves. I want to encourage you to not give up on those difficult people in your life to not give up on um, the situations that make you be uh, around people that are difficult for you. I want to encourage you to embrace the areas that you're not loving well and to let Jesus come and strengthen you to confess that and to accept the healing power and forgiveness that he wants to give you and to get up and to go out and to love other people well. I hope you have a great rest of your week. I can't wait to see you again next time. Be sure to tell all your friends and family about the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. Thanks, guys. I'll see you next time.